There is a common word in the world today. It's named, therefore, therefore, and this morning, as we sang the first hymn, I was thinking of that word, therefore. And the Lord would enable us and help us to even be here this morning. And the thought of him, he would, his desire for us is, therefore, what has been done? Therefore means that something has been said, something has been done, something is to be done, mm. and so on. And, you know, I, I looked in, the, in, in uh, Genesis, in the story of Joseph, Genesis chapter 35, and there's a therefore in that portion of scripture in Genesis 35. I'm looking in Exodus. Find it better in Genesis, right? <laughs> Genesis 45, sorry. Genesis 45. We know the story well about Joseph. We all know Joseph's story, so we won't go over Joseph's story. We know that Joseph was sold on in Egypt and how God would use him there. And we always think of it, hey, when Joseph left his father's house you know before that he was having dreams we remember that and he was all excited about his dreams every time he got a dream he he would run and tell them i have another dream i dreamed this mm. and the brothers and even his parents were concerned about this and one day they said should you and should you, my fa your father and mother and your brothers come to bow down to you, and you know the story well. Well, it did happen. Because after leaving home, God would use him right along the way, guide him down into Egypt. And in spite that, that morning when he left there to go and look for his brethren, he did not know what was happening. God is in control of everything. And so he was leading him right along. And even down in Egypt, down there in the jail, he could ask, he would ask himself, what did I do to deserve this? What do I do? What did happen? What happened here? Why I should be in jail? But he didn't realize that God was in control of everything. It came the time when, when, 
he was, it was revealed to him through the famine and all of what was happening. He drew, and uh, uh, you know what happened in the whole story there. And he realized that God was in control. God was leading him. God was guiding him. And so he, he was in Egypt fulfilling the dream that God would have him to, to dream. And we see and know how everything went out. It came a time when Joseph, uh, when his brethren would go down to Egypt and they met this man, this great man. They did not know it was their brothers. And it came a time when, when Joseph was going to reveal himself to them. So, you know, we skip a whole lot of the story. But the, the, the whole thought there is that, um, and I'm going to read from verse 1. I just read from verse 1 of chapter 45. It said, Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, Cause every man to go from me. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, doth my father yet alive? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. What a, what a day! What a sight! What a condition! Here, these men who had sold their brother and they thought, well, then that was the end of him. And it came a time when they had to go down to Egypt. And there they found this man who they did not even know. They did not recognize him. They did not know who he was. But it came the day when Joseph revealed to them, I am Joseph. I am Joseph. They did not, they were not able to answer him. What a condition they were in. They were so frightened. They couldn't talk. You know, it's a terrible thing. And, you know, I was thinking of that little thought there, you know, the, 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 there's a word which says we are to be careful of what we say, of what we do, because it will come right back to haunt you. This day, Joseph brethren uh, realized that what they did came back to haunt them. They could not even speak. So they go on and Joseph in verse 4 and Joseph said unto his brethren come near to me I pray you. And they came near and he said I am Joseph your brother whom he sold into Egypt. Now therefore, be not grieved, nor angry with yourself, that he sold me into, that he sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. 
One little thought here in verse 4. He said to them, come near. You know how far we were from God? Mm-hmm. How far we were from God? And here we have a picture of Joseph with his brethren who, who have sold him. As it were, they, they look at him as dead. Oh, we, we, we do away with him. They took his, his court and they, they went to his father and said, Look, your son is dead. As far as they concerned, he was dead. But it came a time when he, when he to reveal himself to them. He says, come near. You know, you wonder sometimes, what would I do? If I was in that position, have that authority, what would I do to, to my brethren? What would I do to these men? But Joseph, he cried. And he said, come here. It shows the love of the Lord Jesus for us. This is what he has done. Even when we were dead and we were gone from him, he loved us. The very men that pierced his side, those who, were, those who crucified him, if they had cried out to him, he would have forgiven them. This is the Lord Jesus. But then we go on in verse 4, verse 5, and, the, and it's a little word there that I was just thinking of. He said, Now, therefore. Now, therefore. Therefore is a word which to tell us something happened. And you know for us today, realizing what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And as we sing and pray and praise this morning, Remembering the Lord Jesus, what he has done, we give God the Father thanks for his beloved Son. He said, now therefore, you know, we, 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 should, we should be in such a position because it's like the Father is saying, it's like the Son is saying, come near. Therefore, come near. And he says, uh, he said, be not grieved. Be not grieved. You know, for us, no doubt we would have been in a, a terrible condition. If they had known that this was Joseph, they probably would prefer to die. Die from salvation. I'm not going down there. I, know, I don't want to see Joseph. As far as I'm concerned, he's dead. And now he's alive. He's the man in charge. He's going to, because, you know, we read after all this. There, there was a time when they were afraid. After their father had died, they were afraid. Still fearing them. But he had said to them in verse 5, Now therefore be not grieved, be not afraid, you know, nor angry with yourself that he sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. (coughs) We are thankful to God for his great mercy, love and grace and goodness. Therefore, we are privileged to give him thanks this morning. There's another there, therefore, I think, um, that is, we found that in the book of Deuteronomy. And this is where the children of Israel, well, the book of Deuteronomy is a book of remembrance. It's a history book. And, uh, and, and Moses was rehearsing in the ears of the children of Israel, all what had happened. And 
When, when you read from verse, I'm just going to make just a connection from verse 21 of chapter 3 of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 3, and I just read from verse 21, just for a little connection of thought there. He said, And I commanded Joshua at, at that time, saying, Thine eyes have seen all that the Lord your God hath done unto thee and to these kings. So shall the Lord do unto all the kingdoms hither, whether thou possess. Ye shall not fear them, for the Lord your God shall fight for you. And I besought the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord God, thou hast begun to show thy servant thy greatness and thy mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or in earth that can do according to thy work and according to thy might? I pray thee, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond the Jordan, that goodly mountain and Lebanon. You remember as they traveled that uh, the children of Israel were so upset with Moses. They were thirsty and they were all upset and they, they cried out to Moses for water. And it came a time when God said to Moses, go to the rock. He says, strike the rock once and water will come out. You know, Moses went and struck it twice. And then he says, you'd have to go back to Numbers to find that. And then he says to the children of Israel, he called them, he called them rebels. Remember we said, the things that we do, or we say, sometimes they go right back to haunt you. And when you look at Moses, Moses was a man of God, a very quiet man, meekest man ever tried the earth and yet he did something that caused him not to go over and God hold him to that so he did not go over to see that land he asked the Lord he says I pray thee let me verse 25 I pray thee let me go over and see the good land that is beyond the Jordan that goodly mountain and Lebanon. Verse 26 says, But the Lord was angry with me. He was telling the children of Israel, The Lord was angry with me for your sakes and would not hear me. And the Lord said unto me, Let it suffice thee. Speak no more unto me of this matter. It was done. Don't talk to me not about it again. The, 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 the judgment was already done. Mm. The, the, whatever he, 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 had, what he, he had done, what he says, God said, this is it. You're not going over there. <clears throat> so he's, he told, told him to get up. Get up into the top of Pisgah and lift up thine eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward. And behold, behold it with thine eyes. For thou shalt not go over 
this Jordan. But charge Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him, for he shall go over before this people, and he shall cause them to inherit the land which thou shalt see. So we abode in the valley over against Pisgah, the Beth Poor. And, and, I, and I was looking at the word Beth Poor, it means down in a valley. You know, sometimes we are down in the valley. In spite that it was a temple, they were down in the valley. Sometimes we find ourselves down in the valley. Moses could not go up. But he was reminding the children of what happened. And so he, he, he says, look, this is where we were. And verse 1 of chapter 4. So now, now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes, unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them, that he may live and go and possess the land which the Lord God your Father have given you. Therefore, therefore, he was telling them, look, this is what happened. And God said, I'm not going over there. It was for your sake, it's because of what I have done. But now he says, therefore, hearken unto Hearken unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you before to do them. So we are encouraged. There are times when we are down in the, in the valley. But he said, therefore, listen. Listen to the word of God. Listen to his laws. Listen to his statutes. You know, who am I to be standing here in this morning encouraging my sins? This is not for you. This is for me, for us all. This is a thought for us all. There are many times when all of us find ourselves down in the, we, we, we say down in the dumps. But there are times when we are up on the mountaintop. Moses told them, he said, therefore, therefore what? Because of what? Because of what had transpired before. He said, Thou therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, for to do them that he may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord your God has given your fathers. So we are encouraged to, for the therefore, <coughs> the things that happen. So in Joseph's case, his brethren were encouraged that in spite of all what had been done, they had been forgiven. He said, therefore, be not angry with yourself. Sometimes we never get over the things that we have done, even though we have been let loose, set free from it. Mm -hmm. You might even go to court and, and the judge say, you know, you are free. You still have that feeling within you. Mm -hmm. It never goes away. Moses, what he did, it never goes away before God. But he said to the, to the children of Israel, he was encouraging them. He said, therefore, you go on. Go on with the Lord. 
we have been studying in in uh, in Second Timothy, and I trust that everyone, all of us, have been listening in. We have been having some good Bible study, and you know, the apostle was speaking to Timothy. He was encouraging him. He told him many things from chapter one. He was to- telling him many, many things. So as he go on, and then in chapter 2, he says, after you have heard all these things, after I have told you, you understand all these things, it's like he would say, Timothy, now therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. It is the same thing for us today. The Word of God when we read, when we realize that God is a merciful God, He is there for us, to encourage us. And as we go through the, through the scene, through the valley, through the rugged ways of life, it would say to us, Thou therefore, my son. We are in a warfare. We are in a warfare. He said, Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Thou, therefore, endure harness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So here we have another therefore. It is encouraging us that in spite of what has happened, what, what has happened, what is coming on the land today we right now we, we we are under the threat of war we don't know what will happen we don't know what what it will spread to it can it can spread to a world war we don't know that if if they start but here we have the thought it says now therefore endure hardness as a good soldier is not that war that we are fight, that we are talking about but we have our own warfare we have our own warfare that we are fighting with. Satan is fighting against us. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness. These things are to discourage us. Mm-hmm. But he said, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier. It is the same thought for us today that we might be encouraged. And may the Lord encourage our hearts and that each one of us might take it personally, that each one of us might pray for one another, that we all might go on rejoicing in the Lord, in spite of the roughness of the way, in spite of all what is happening, the dark scene before us. Therefore, he says, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The very one we see the picture of the Lord Jesus in Joseph's case. We have here the, 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 um, the Apostle Paul was encouraging Timothy. It's the same picture. In, be strong in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. So may we be encouraged today, brethren, and that uh, we might stay strong. Pray for one another. Mm. Encourage one another so that we might go on for the Lord 
and our rejoicing in him will cause others to stop and think. May the Lord encourage our hearts for his name's sake. Amen. Amen.